Hey, what's up everyone? In this video, we're talking about our audience, the power of understanding our audience and how to get through to them. It should come as no surprise to you guys that the way that you're gonna get your website to be the most successful and your marketing in general is when you really, really understand who it is you're talking to. Because if we don't really know at a very, very deep level who it is we're talking to, what we're trying to say, what their issues are, what their problems are. If we don't know that, we can't really serve them, right? We can't really get them what they need because we can't just keep saying what we want to say. Biggest, biggest issue I've seen with uh, software companies that do this a lot, it's really hard when we have a new software or let's say even, even a service business when you maybe are in the startup phase or you're a little bit earlier, um, in your process, it's really hard because we just want to share how cool our stuff is, right? Like I can't tell you how many software companies have come to us and I've looked at their website and we've gone through marketing and everything about what they're saying, everything about their content, how they're using terminology has nothing to do with what their buyers are actually seeking. And we get a lot of people who want to be, you know, trendy and we're, we're oh, we're trendsetters. We're using terms that aren't really on the market yet because our, our, our product is new and we're creating this new market. And that is awesome. Fantastic. I think that's cool that you guys are doing that. The problem is no one knows what that means. No one's using that term. No one is saying those things. And so how can you, in your positioning, use that kind of information and expect it to resonate with people? I have just recently, even in the last couple of days, had a conversation with my team about a client. We've been working with this client for a while now. Super cool company and all of their terms that they're trying to rank for in their SEO are completely irrelevant to anything that their buyers would be seeking, anything that they would be looking up. But in their minds, that's a really cool thing. We're pushing the envelope, we're being trendy, we're, we're setting this path in front of everybody with what we wanna share. And I get where you're coming from. I get where that kind of thought comes from. But at the end of the day, we're not understanding our audience. We're not truly giving them the information that they need. And so I really urge you to go through these next couple of videos, to go through this module with as much intention, right? We've talked about intention before, but take, take the moments that you have and go through this very, very intentionally and really answer these questions. Because when you do, you're going to find yourself getting so much more out of the website. Without this section, without doing this, you run the risk of, of going through this entire process of building a new website or updating your website and not having real results, okay? This is critical, critical to seeing the success happen. So we can't really get to any of our goals. We just went through all this goal setting that will never come to fruition if we aren't saying the right things. Okay, now everything about what we're doing here is psychology. Okay, so we are talking to a person, that person has thoughts, that person is processing things, and we wanna help break down barriers and we wanna help provide value to them. And so the examples that I was giving of my, my client that wanted to use trendy terms and wanted to say things that their, their contacts you know, won't, actually, won't actually look up, won't actually engage with, that is a very challenging 
part of, of going through this because it's so easy, like I was saying, to go through that. When we get into the idea of the brain and how it works, we can't keep pushing things that make people have to think through scenarios and logically decide if it's what they want to do. We have to get all the way down to the root of their brain to where it's instinctual. Like this is exactly what we need. This is exactly what we need to do. And so a lot of that goes hand in hand with the discussion around software companies. Again, great example. Having a website, they want to highlight their product, their platform. They want to highlight the features that it has on it because it's really cool. And don't get me wrong, most of them are super cool. We've had a ton of clients come through Web Canopy Studio and some of them I have been blown away by the technology that they've created. The problem is they suck at talking about themselves because all they want to do is highlight how cool it is. They want to highlight the features. They want to highlight all of the things about the platform and they never really go into what the audience needs. Big misconception of talking about your audience or talking to your audience is that we need to just say who our industries are and say, oh, we serve this industry, we serve you know this kind of company, we serve this kind of a person. That's important, that's, that's gonna help me self-identify if I am your buyer, but it's a huge misconception that this is what's gonna actually make me wanna interact and engage with you, all right? Do not fall into that pitfall. Uh, don't find yourself later on down the road being like, oh man, I, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have spent so much time on that. Like I was saying, if, if we don't say the right things, it's not going to resonate with our audience. And if we say stuff that makes them have to sit back and be like, what does that mean? Or you're saying some clever, I cannot tell you how many clients have come in to work with us and told us that they're, we need to say we're a data-driven solution for a cloud-based world or something like that. And like, no, you're not. You you can't say that. You cannot say stuff like that on your website because no one's going to have a clue what that means. If I were to go to talk to somebody and say, oh, I'm actually a data-driven solution for a cloud-based world, um, they're going to look at me like I'm an idiot. Like, I don't, okay, so tell me what you really do then. Um, you cannot make up clever things and, and use that as the core content for your website. After you're, you know, you're using that kind of language with people or after you get them in, after you get them in and you're working with them or you're nurturing them, then you can introduce that kind of stuff later. And I think it's helpful, but unless they, they already know you, it's not going to help. It's going to actually confuse the crap out of them and um, probably turn them off, uh, to be quite honest with you. So how are we going to get around this? How are we going to get to this and uh, understand our audience in the best way possible. Well, we are going to really dive into buyer personas. We at Web Canopy Studio have a very unique way of doing buyer personas, customer avatars, ICP, um, whatever your, your choice of words would be for that. We have a process of really examining who it is that we're working with, okay? And my guess is, if you're watching this content and you're in this program, you probably meet one of the buyer personas that we went through extensively just to make this content because I know the kind of content that um, my my clients and the people that I work with need because we've gone through it so much, okay? And so I totally understand there's a million different ideas out there about what a buyer persona should be and what an ICP should be. 
Um, you're going to any, any person that you talk to that does this for a living is going to give you their own flavor. They're going to have their own process. One of the ways that people go, go through this process and I don't want to say fail, but they, they go through it and don't get deep enough. One of the ways that that's happening is, is when they look at buyer personas as something they could just kind of rush through. They look at buyer personas as I'm going to, okay, you've got this template for me. I'm going to, I'm going to like go through it quickly, plug it in, boom, we're done. Give me the next thing I'm on. I need to get to the actual website. When do I get to build my website? And so that is literally the, it's like stabbing me in the back. That is one of the worst things that you could do. I want you to spend time going through your buyer personas. I want you to understand your audience. If you do this, you spend a few hours really getting deep, guys. I mean, like really understanding them. Um, you're, you will see so much success. And in fact, everything, everything else will be so much easier. Okay. I cannot emphasize doing this um, as detailed as you possibly can. So let me talk through this graphic here. So this is just the outline of what buyer personas look like, um, the, the, the way that we teach it, the way that we do it. And so you, you know, HubSpot has a lot of different templates. I don't think those go nearly deep enough. HubSpot does a lot of um, recommendations around demographics. And you know, I think that's cool, but at the end of the day, I'm not really gonna base my buyer persona based on um, demographics and location and, like that's, it's not as important to me. Where I want to spend my time is looking at, number one, who the identity of this person is. How do they see themselves today? And where do they want to be? So I want to understand, do they see themselves as this person who's stuck, who's overwhelmed? I want to know the language that they're going to use to describe the position that they're in. And I want to know the identity of who they would like to be. What is, what is it? What does a transformation look like for them? What does a turning them into a hero look like? What does their self identity look like a year from now? We'll just use our own goals uh, from the clarity exercise. What does, what does success look like for them a year from now? Because if I know that identity, boom, we're good to go. Right? So the next thing then is looking at problems. Um, if I had to just choose one area of this graphic to spend a lot of time on, it would be problems. It's probably where I'd spend the majority of my time. And the reason is people are risk averse. They are, mm, what's the right word? They're more interested in fixing something or not losing something than they are with gaining something for the most part. So I forget what the study was, but it was like, people who were given an, there was a study done where they gave somebody an option. I'm totally butchering the story. They gave people this option of you could either get $100 or you could not lose $50. And almost everybody chose not losing the $50 over getting $100 because to them, that was a setback. You're going to, you're going to take $50 away from my pile of money and there's some context to that, so I'm totally butchering this. There's, you could probably look up this study. I forget what it was called, but um, we are, as as people, most of the time, we want to stop a bad thing from happening. We want to solve that bad thing, and we don't want to necessarily just constantly think about results, results, goals, goals, goals. So if I'm going to spend a decent amount of time with buyer personas, and I I'm going to try and get my problems listed out 
as deeply as I can. We're gonna go into this in the exercise, but at a high level, we're looking at the number one problem they need to solve, what are the other problems that they need to go through, and so on. Then I'm gonna go into the results, because if I know the problems and I wanna see what does success look like, I wanna look at what a long-term desire looks like for them, and I wanna look at some short-term desires, because we can speak to different people at different stages if we know those uh, locations of where their desires are living. Then we're going to talk about frustrations. Frustrations are also, you know, you could lump them into the problems, but frustrations are really, you know, what's keeping them up at night? What do they vent about to people when they are uh, at a backyard barbecue and they're hanging out with their friends and they're like, hey, Jimmy, how's work going? And he's like, oh my gosh, that's the kind of stuff I want to hear him say. I would love to be a fly on the wall in those kind of conversations. They are so good to understand, you know, what are the things that they're complaining about? It's, it's just such good value, okay? Because you can turn that into content. You can turn that into all kinds of stuff on your website. Um, the 3 a.m. question is great. When they wake up at 3 a.m., what, what are they in a panic about? What are they worried about? At the root of, of their problems, we want to understand that. Then we get into questions. And questions are not like just, hey, what are some random questions? It's like they know what success looks like. They know um, in their identity, let's say, that we kind of went through where they are today, where they want to be, uh, how they see themselves in their current state and where their desired state is. So in their questions, what are like the critical things that they need answered? What are the critical questions that they have uh, in order to go from A to B? So just thinking about whether it's you know self um, inner thinking kind of reflection questions, whether it's like actual questions that they're going to ask in Google, um, we want to we want to document those because if we know their questions, they're great pieces of content. Where they're wonderful things to to blog about and to put as resources. Then we get into objections. Objections are very straightforward. Why are they not moving forward with you? What are the things, what are roadblocks? Again, we talked about your roadblocks. Think about roadblocks as uh, your consumers, as your clients. What are the roadblocks that are preventing them from achieving their success? Um, I'm sorry, what are the roadblocks from preventing them from working with you? So if we have those objections listed out, we can start to document those in different places. I wanna know why they're not moving forward. And I want, to, I want to put content out on my website and my marketing that basically break those down little by little, okay? And then uh, the last piece here is the bottom line. And with the bottom line, that essentially is, is looking at like when all is said and done, when, you know, it, all of this other information off to the side, when all is said is done, all is, why can I not talk? When, when, um, when all is said and done, what is it that they're trying to achieve? What is it that they're after? And it could just be a summary, a synopsis of all the other pieces that we've talked about, but we wanna know what is it that they're trying to accomplish. Okay. I think that's it. Let me know if you have any questions and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.